0: Welcome back, everybody. Happy New Year. This is Stoop Stories, our first episode of 2021. And we have a really great episode to lead off the year with the CFO of Southwind, Tyler Stasik himself. Um, And this episode is all about financial literacy. Tyler is the perfect guy to talk to about finances and how to save and spend your money properly. And on that note, they talk about in the pod, there will be a link in the description of this episode that links directly to a budget spreadsheet that Tyler created and and i know it's helped myself and a lot of other people kind of visualize the money that's coming in and coming out in different areas so make sure you give a look at that and save it to your computer or your phone and start being smart about your money in the new year Uh, lastly just a reminder that stoop stories is now on social media give us a follow at stoop stories pod on facebook or instagram share this episode on your story tag us and just continue to get the word out and that's all for me now let's pivot to the real reason you guys tuned in today Josh Herron, LeDrew Morrell, and the CFO of Southwind, Tyler Stozik. Enjoy.
1: What's up, Southwinders? Welcome to Stoop Stories. Today we have a very, very special guest. You guys have heard us refer to him on the Stoop Story podcast, but now... He is actually in the
2: studio, the CFO of Southwind, Mr. Tyler Stasik. And uh, we've got Tyler on here today because we have a very important podcast. You know, it's a new year and we want to make sure that we're doing our part as leaders in the organization to make sure that everybody has what we call financial literacy. Everybody comes to work to make money. You know, ultimately, how much money you have is a reflection of how much money you save. And we have some questions we're going to ask Tyler here on the podcast to ensure that he's giving you his tips and tricks to getting financial uh, wealth and independence. So one thing I want to tell you about Tyler, and this is full disclosure, he's probably one of the most financial, financially astute people I've ever met in my life. Sacrifices. But makes all of the right financial decisions because he expects to live a life that that uh, most people can't dream of. Dream of, and so he's going to tell you some tricks uh, and some tips here that is going to help you get closer to that same reality. So let's go ahead and get started. So, Mr. Stazek, thanks for getting thanks for getting on the podcast with us. Appreciate you. Happy to be here. So, uh, my first question is: Okay, so. You know, like everybody has financial challenges, or some most people have financial challenges, and a lot of our listeners have questions about it. What's one key? Um, what What would you say is one key thing that has helped you ensure that you keep the right mindset when it comes to your finances?
3: Uh, yeah, it's a couple things. I think. Uh... You know, number one, you have to measure everything. Um, You know, everybody in this organization understands that we measure absolutely everything. So, you know, on the truck team level, it's, you know, revenue per hour, average job size, or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, The leaders of the business are managing all kinds of different metrics, and uh, you should do the exact same thing with your personal finances. You need to have a budget that you track to the penny Every single week and every single month, uh, because if you don't do that, things will leak. And we know when we measure things, we improve things. Uh, and that's that's priority number one.
2: Yeah, on that budget, what are some of the things we'll want to have in there? Obviously, how much money we're making. What are some other key, you know, some key, t- you know, tips or topics that we need to put on our budget?
3: Yeah, I mean, I've created a spreadsheet that I'm happy to share with anybody. Um, but you know, there's certain thresholds that you need to stay within. If you're spending You know, half of the money that you make on rent and utilities and, you know, your cable bill, like, you're sunk already. Um, So it really depends, you know, from the people that we work with, what I see with younger people most often. It's not the big things that really get them. Uh, It's the death by a thousand cuts. It's the, you know, $20 at Quick Trip every day. It's the, you know, going out every Friday and Saturday night and spending $100 each night. Uh, it's the, you know, Amazon purchases. It's the, it's the $50 purchases time and time and time again that don't get tracked. Um, you know, it's easy. Like I'll look at my credit card statement sometimes and, you know, whatever my balance is at the end of the month, a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand 5,000, $10,000, it doesn't matter. And I'm looking for these big line items. And I can't find one, man. <laughs> like there, there isn't the the thousand dollar purchase on there. Like I have a hard time finding a hundred dollar purchase. It's just that there's 50 things on there that were all, you know, 50 or 75 bucks. And you know, that's how it happens. So, um, you know, happy to share spreadsheets and, you know, thresholds, you know, there should be, you should spend X percentage on your rent. You should spend X percentage on, Mm. you know, food and, you know, every different bucket and each thing needs to be measured. Um, but it's all that little stuff. It's all the it's all the extra. It's the miscellaneous bucket that gets most
2: people. I always hear you say things like, "Man, when people are dealing with their finances, they tell lies to to themselves." Talk to me about that and how you in you know how you don't how what what makes you able to always tell yourself the truth yeah. when it comes to your finances. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I
3: mean, I think everybody lies to themselves in some way, shape, or form, and money's just the easiest one. Um, and you talk about how do you maintain the correct mindset, <laughs> like, uh, that's the most important thing is the, the truth or the lies that you tell yourself uh, every single day, uh, and we just have to be honest with each other um, and with ourselves, and that's the most important
2: thing. Man, that's great feedback. Um, so... You know, everybody wants to buy a new car and they want to get the apartment or qualify for a house. And then they go to do that and they realize that their credit isn't where they want it to be. They're in the 500s or even low 600s. Can you give us a couple tips on how we can increase our credit score?
3: Yeah, rule number one, pay all your bills on time. Um, That's the most important thing. You know, there's probably five or six different things that impact a credit score. Uh, I would guess that the the biggest factor that negatively influences people is just paying stuff on time. So don't let anything slip, you know, uh, don't think that, I don't know, you go to the dentist and you're like, man, I'm not going to pay this bill. Like that's going to come back and bite you. Don't think that it's not going to have a negative, uh, impact because it will. So pay your bills on time. Uh, another factor is the amount of credit usage that you use. So if you have a credit card with a thousand dollar limit, but you're spending it up to a thousand dollars every month, even if you're paying it off every month, the credit agencies look at your, how much of your credit is being used and they're saying, wow, you're at 100% and that's bad. Um, it's dangerous because uh, you can get yourself in trouble, but it's it helps you if you have a really high limit on your credit card, but you're using a small amount of it every month. Um, so yeah, those are kind of the, the two biggest things. Just pay your stuff on time and don't use all of the credit that you have.
1: Yes. I have a, I have a question yeah, here. Yeah, shoot. Because you know, Tyler's tapping into our desires and that's really tough. You talked about the big ticket items. What if my big ticket items, such as my rent or my mortgage, is part of the problem because I desire living a certain type of way that is in conflict with how much I make. You know, think about yourself when you were coming up in the game. How did you, or I guess, how would you advise me or the listeners, uh, anyone listening, to kind of come to grips that one we are lying to ourselves most certainly, and it's my desires that's causing me to spend in in ways that's not responsible. Maybe I'm living beyond my means. Like, how do I check that? Because everybody wants to live good, drive good, wear nice clothes. Yeah. How did how did you shake away from those desires and and essentially desire something greater than that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think. What's the best way to answer that? It, I mean, it boils down to self confidence, really, and that's a that could be a whole nother podcast. But um, you know, I think. You know, wanting the really nice apartment or the nice house or the nice car or the nice shoes or whatever. That's all well and good and everybody likes nice shit. Like, come on, I do too. Uh, I really, really like nice stuff. Um, But it's just not getting ahead of yourself. Like, as long as you're moving forward, I've learned that's probably the, the most important thing for any human being is just to feel like they're moving forward. But just don't live two or three steps ahead. Just uh, Andy Majors, his favorite saying or one of my favorite sayings that he says is just be where your feet are. Like, don't be spending for how much money you think you're going to make next year. Um, You know, just spend within your means. And if you can just, uh, like, if you get a raise, like, if you get a promotion or whatever it is, like, just hold tight. Don't spend any extra money for 12 months. And then next year after that you're going to make more money and then you can increase your lifestyle. But if you can just live one step behind where your income is, you're still going to be moving forward and you're going to feel good. But your financial situation is going to be way better. Um, and that's hard to do. But um, just not getting ahead of yourself because it's not going to make you feel any better. Like. Uh, Trust me, like there's a million studies that have been done, uh, like $70,000 is at the threshold. Like, you know, it's pretty much a direct correlation up to $70,000. The more money you make, the happy you are. And once you hit that threshold, then money's meaningless after that. Uh, and I can speak from experience. That's absolutely positively true. Um, and... You know the the joy that you're looking for, the excitement, the whatever it is of having nice stuff and you know buying additional things like that wears off really really quick. What I've found in my life is being smart with money, making good decisions, um, and having money to invest in other ventures and to improve my life and the life of people around me. That's way more fun than you know a new pair of shoes or a trip or
2: whatever it is man well said in there you gave us a tip for saving money you said hey if i get a promotion you know this year i just got more money this year don't spend that money just hold off and the next year you can kind of spend the you're you're living a year behind is what you called it and i thought that that was a really good tip is there any other tips you can give us about how do i save money i mean i get a paycheck i got a paycheck coming on friday how can i save some
3: Yeah, you got to create the budget first. Um, So, you know, if you get paid every week, if you get paid every two weeks, whatever it is, like, you know pretty close how much money you're going to make every single month, and you just have to budget and allocate accordingly. Um, And there's lots of different tricks. I mean, you can have five different checking accounts if you want to, and this is. You know, every week I have to put this much money into this account because that's my rent fund and this is my car fund or whatever it is. You can do it with cash and envelopes or whatever and like, oh man, the entertainment envelope's empty. Uh, You know, I guess I'm not going out tonight because I've already spent that money. But ultimately it just comes down to a budget and literally knowing where every single penny you have is going if you don't track it it will go out the back door
2: yeah we'll put we'll upload a budget to uh this this podcast in the in the notes section that you guys can access okay uh, so it's the end of the year and i'm going to get my w-2 really soon here actually i just saw them a whole stack of them got delivered in the mail yesterday um i'm going to open that up and a lot of our listeners are going to open that up and recognize that they made a lot of money and then they're going to revert back to their checking accounts and realize that they don't have nearly as much in there as they want. And you've given us some tips, you know, like throughout the year, is there anything else you can think about that you can do to ensure that like, you know, we're keeping a necessary amount of money? How much should I be saving yeah. every every week? Is there like a number that I'm looking for? Or? Yeah, I mean,
3: uh, you know, truthfully, if you want to get ahead in life, if you want to You know, have the down payment for a house. If you want to invest in a business or, you know, do whatever, uh, you're going to have to have capital for that. So, I mean, at a minimum, you've got to live your lifestyle to where you can save 10% of your take home income. Um, And that should be the goal of everybody. Uh, Also, to that point, everybody needs to have some kind of an emergency fund. What often happens is uh, something comes up, right? You have an unexpected bill and it's, you know, you got to spend $500 on new tires, which really isn't unexpected because you've been looking at your tires for the last two years being bald, but, um, or whatever your battery goes out or, you know, whatever it is, stuff comes up. And it's one little thing that often snowballs things out of control where, you know, you didn't have the money for it. You had to spend the 500 or the thousand dollars and then you put it on the credit card and, and then you didn't scale back the next month and you kept living the way you were living. And then you're racking up 27% interest. So, you know, have an emergency fund, you know, at least 1000 bucks. I mean, it really should be, you know, at least two weeks of pay uh, is a, a good place to start that everybody should, you know, shoot for. Um, but then, yeah, every single month aim to save 10% of your income. And what I've learned in life is, like, you don't know when the opportunity is going to come to do something uh great or to you know the good opportunity comes up whatever it is like uh you have to have capital (laughs) at all times to take advantage of things that come across your plate and if you're not living um life in the way that you should be if you're not preparing for the future one day the future is going to be there and you're not going to be ready and opportunities are going to pass you by
2: well well said so 10 percent of all take-home pay so when you get your check uh, you can ask Mickey or if you're, you know, you're listening, if you're another listener, ask your a- your HR professional, you can create two accounts for a direct deposit and they can actually take 10% and put it in a separate account for you. So you don't even see it. Yeah. Pretend like you yeah. don't even have it. Like if it doesn't hit your checking account,
3: your real one that you use every day, like it's just, you're not even going to know that it's not there. Right. Um, you know, like that's, 401k is easy in that sense if you sign up for a 401k. That money gets automatically taken out of your paycheck and you never see it and you're not missing anything. You just, you have what you have and you figure it out. Yeah, Yeah. two actionables that I'm
1: hearing uh, and I'm loving every bit of it because through your tutelage I followed these principles and um, I appreciate where my life is at since then. 10% of your income should be in savings. If you don't have that right now, we know that we've been living irresponsibly. And we should be measuring and tracking everything, which we will uh, upload to this podcast, a tool for you to do so. Uh, So really, it's all about those two things. Once I have um, a place to go to know where every dollar is going, it helps me be a better manager of my resources. And then it also helps me put into check the desires that I have. Because here's what I know to be true. Everybody wants more than they currently have. And everything is available to all of us. And somebody has what we want. And someone's going to get what we want in the future. It's our job to make sure that those people are us. So in order to do that, we have to become extremely financially disciplined. And we've got to track and measure things. I love what Tyler says. I know he says, be where your feet are. But he told me, man, you can't live too high on the hog. And that stuck. <laughs> so I remember I was on the hog's head just just going. And, yeah, and right Tyler told me, dude, what are you doing? You're too high on the hog there, man. And, and, and now I'm down by the rump, you know, where they get the pulled pork from, I believe. I'm living, <laughs>
3: You know, um, because it takes what it takes at the end of the day. Well, here, here's one important thing that I want to say. Like, you can have everything in your life great, man. You can have awesome wife, husband, kids, friends, you know, live in a great city, whatever it is. You can have everything in your life lined up perfectly, but if your personal finances are not in order, you are not going to be happy with your life. It will infect, in a negative way, every aspect of your life if your personal finances are messed up. Uh, And I know people can relate. Um, It's just true. Like, if your personal finances are messed up, everything is going to be a struggle in your life. If your personal finances are in order, man, you got the table set to do great things.
2: Yeah. And I'll start off by just saying, you know, these principles, I know that they're not easy. And I know a lot of you guys feel like you've been doing the best that you can. And, and, All three of us sitting here, you may be thinking, you know, listening to this thinking, oh, these rich guys sitting here telling us this stuff. You know, this is they don't know what it's like to be me and they don't know what it's like to be like me. And I would just let you know that that's just not true. You know, all of us sitting here on this couch, we know what it's like to be you because we were you. I've I remember several times and and I'm not too proud to say like when I in my early 20s, man, there was some heartbreaking things that happened from a financial standpoint. Where you know my wife's at a grocery store with a basket full of groceries and gets her card declined, uh, you know we know what it feels like to be humbled by finances, and that's even more of a reason for us to to want to give you this information. And it leads me to the next thing: if you're a leader listening to this, it is your absolute responsibility to help ensure that your people become financially literate, because just like Tyler said. If your finances are in order and you have everything else in life is working for you, but that's not, it feels like everything in life isn't working for you. And it's impossible for you to do your best work if you're having financial challenges. So let's help our people learn how to take care of their money and so they can take care of their family and can live the life of their dreams. Anything else from you guys today before we get off the podcast today? I think this was a home run. I really appreciate Tyler
1: hopping in in the stoop
2: yeah thank you so much tyler i thought that the information you gave was incredible and then uh again we'll upload a document that tyler's created that's just a simple uh you know a simple budget that you guys can fill out and it'll help you understand where you are right now uh so with that being said thank you so much for listening and uh as my man ladrew would say
1: get off the stoop